All right, welcome back to another episode of Roll Film. Very, very excited for today's guest in movie. Today we have Ben Whiting here with us. Ben, how you doing? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm just, you know, I'm just glad to be here. How you doing? Really, you friends doing? reference, Greg. Grow up. That's what I thought. That's what he was doing. I think he was just being nice. I was just being nice. You should but try that. Now that Greg. I think about it, it it was a friend's reference. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything's a friend's reference when you think about it, unless you Simpsons have no friends. Simpsons did it. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually met Ben over the internet, not Craigslist like Greg, but hey. uh, I actually met Ben in the comments of Roman's vlogs. I checked out his channel and I really liked his vlog channel and we just hit it off. Still have yet to actually collab in person. However, he did send me a robot, which I actually still have. Oh, you I still have it. I do. I don't know how to charge it. I, I think he sent <laughs> something to charge it, but we did a fun challenge there. You got to check out his channel. And you also are the owner of a private island. Is that correct? Oh, yes. It's in the works. Where I Is that a now. new country I've never heard of in the works? Is that the works? Is the country? <laughs> yeah. Let him talk. He's a guest. <laughs> We bought my grandparents' old farmhouse, and there's a lake on it that has like a nice island. And if you want to be technical, it's probably a land bridge because if the water is low, you can just walk right to it. <laughs> wow. It's not surrounded completely by water. Well, we'll take care of that. You picked the movie Mystery Team, a really fun movie that a lot of Ooh. comedy nerds. Was that was that a, an applause in the background? Yeah, we're in a live studio audience today, everybody. <laughs> but definitely a a movie that is popular among the comedy nerds. I don't think it's like unheard of, but I've met a lot of people who've never heard of it. So I, I don't know why I said that other statement because I just contradicted it. But that's what we're doing today. Ben, why did you pick Mystery Team? I picked Mystery Team because it, for me, I can watch that film three different ways. And each way, I either appreciate it or don't appreciate the film in different ways. And, I, and, and there's very few movies that when I sit down to watch, depending on how I watch it, I have a completely different reaction to it. And you guys were coming off Broken Lizard, and I was like, it kind of fits in that, in that genre a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. And for those of you who don't know, and we're obviously going to put a link to all of Ben's socials and work he does if he wants us to i guess if he doesn't that's that's his choice but you're a bit of a filmmaker yourself i might say i mean you you've got a lot of skill in the editing and the producing side of things when i met you that was what i was really blown away from was the production value of just your vlogs alone and and the things you would set up so i assume one of the ways you always look at these kind of movies is how you would make it or would you have done that choice is that correct yeah so i went to film school and i do video production for a living in college like i went to college for film and like i started to dislike movies because i would only watch it critically i couldn't like get into the movie i couldn't be like in the moment i was just like that's an interesting shot that was probably a dolly or like i wonder what type of camera that is i, I bet it was a red camera or like something like that and i had this stage where just i wouldn't watch movies i started watching bad movies on purpose because I didn't have any expectation for it to be good. Kind of like Mystery Science Theater. Like I would just like watch the movie for it to be bad to enjoy it. And like I think I weaned myself back into movies. And I'm also trying to 
figure out what the original question was to get back to that. But <laughs> like at this point, I'm like, I don't even, I, I've totally lost. No, you're no, asking me great. about video production. Yeah. But yeah, that's actually one of the ways that I watch Mystery Team. I know you, John, like you did like the early YouTube like skits. Um, and Greg was there Greg. too, for the record. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just took up more of the shot because of my size. <laughs> And that's probably yeah, why it's true. That's why we normally filmed with two cameras. Um, <laughs> no, we didn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> There's parts of Mystery Team that I watch that I'm like, it's not funny, but they're trying to be funny. But I'm like, I, I can completely be in their shoes, like behind the scenes. I know why that is funny. Because of like growing up in that early YouTube, that early skit environment, that world. It gives me like a deeper appreciation for that film. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Almost like a nostalgia. Yeah. 1000%. Yeah. I can 100% relate to that. Greg, give us the numbers. Yes, sir. Numbers and synopsis. Is that okay? I guess. Benny, is that okay? Mm -hmm. I don't think mm -hmm. you're on a nickname. It's <laughs> Benny and his kids, the Jets. But, but, but Benny and the Jets <laughs> as a reference to this film. I expected this from you, Ben, but not the Jets. <laughs> Guys, Mystery Team came out in 2009. It's crazy. That is crazy. That. It has a runtime of an hour and 37 minutes, and it is rated a hard R. And so a group of former Encyclopedia Brown-style like detectives struggle to solve an adult mystery. Now, like I said, it was released in 2009, and this is from a group. If you are not aware, and if you've never seen this movie, and if you are a fan of rap music, you will know 100% the star of this movie is Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Also starring DC Pearson, Dominic Dirks, Aubrey Plaza, Johnny, uh, sorry, Bobby Moynihan, Didn't Matt Didn't say Walsh. his name right. John Lutz, dude, like Tommy Shul, Ellie Kemper, John Daly, like this is filled full of Neil Cassie, of people who you would have seen throughout comedy throughout the years. Sonic's but, in there. Yeah, well, that's a that is a hundred percent a fun fact I have. Took it from you. you. I thank you, but bitch. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, this movie surprisingly had a budget and i will also say because this is a fact i've known for a long 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 time this movie took about five years to make because of the budget that they have to, to do wow um the budget was one million dollars even and opening weekend it only made seventy eight hundred dollars <laughs> worldwide gross is even more disappointing eighty nine point five thousand dollars <laughs> right yeah and honestly it's because like if you guys don't know Derek comedy was absolutely a huge youtube sketch comedy group that was around in the mid to late 2000s and they had great sketches like jerry the national spelling bee blowjob girl and like honestly, like they they had a, a multitude of stuff, especially through YouTube comedy. And with that being said, and especially with some of the actors and actresses that I did just mention, guys, you would be surprised to know as well. 
Because, like I said, look, this movie came out in 2009. You know what else started in 2009? Community. Community. You know what else started in 2009? The deconstruction of my marriage. Parks and Rec. Oh. <laughs> that started in 2009. Yeah. Members of this film, Ellie Kemper, Aubrey Plaza, Neil Casey, Ben Schwartz, who has a very small cameo in this movie, known as Sonic and also as... Jean Raphael. Raph, yeah, Jean Raphael. And Bobby Moynihan is their feature film debut in this movie. Aubrey Plaza has never been in it. Also in 2009, Ellie Kemper joined the cast of The Office. Aubrey Plaza, she has been doing great short comedy stuff and now she was just last in current season right john of white lotus and she fucking yep. crushed that right mm -hmm. so ben out of some of these movies that you're coming across and you you mentioned mystery team being one of those like was it people that were in the movie or was it just like how low budget this movie was that kind of refocused your eyes into reviewing movies so Mystery Team wasn't one of the films that I watched that got me back into watching movies. But whenever I go back and watch Mystery Team, because I haven't watched it in years. So I, I watched it the other night again. And just that nostalgia, I guess, like what John was talking about, being back in that early YouTube days, just like making skits, making sketches. And because like the goal was always to make a movie. And then there's this group that does make a movie. The movie that they made would be essentially the movie that I would have made, like with my crew. You can see where it falls. You can see where it succeeds. I have just this appreciation of what they did. Also, like an appreciation of where it failed, like understanding why it failed, like why the jokes didn't fall, like why they added the jokes, because I can see why they would be funny coming from a sketch group at that time but not translating the greatest into an actual movie. I think I remember seeing trailers for this when it was about to come out, because that's how trailers work. Right. And well, same too. You're right. Okay. So it was 2009. So it was before we actually met Greg. No, it's not. No, it is. Uh, it is. We I met... didn't meet 2010 because I was joking about the marriage joke I made earlier was incorrect because I didn't get married till 2010. And I literally met you like three months into marriage. And oh, I was like, so, but but either way, you're correct, though, because, I mean, we were in the part of when you and I and Roman and Jeff and Dennis were all filming YouTube videos. Yes. We, we were in the heart of creating entertainment. That's Absolutely. What I'm and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. and I, I can't tell you if I saw this in 2009, for the record. I got it at Redbox on digital video disc and... I had seen a trailer and I was like, these guys are doing it. You know, these are just YouTube guys that came from Upright Citizens Brigade, formed easily one of the best comedy groups on YouTube. And like, I would watch their sketches. I would like get excited to show their sketches to people. Like, did you got you got to check this group out? It is so funny and could not wait to see this movie. Didn't play in any theaters around me that I was aware of. So I had to wait. For Redbox, good old Redbox, which I still use, by the way. I think I'm keeping them in business. I rented it and I watched it with my movie friend at the time. We'd watched a lot of movies together and we loved it. We were dying. And it, it was clear that it was low budget. But from someone who could certainly not do better, 
back then and probably not now. I, I was just blown away with how well they were able to do things. For me, I, I think this movie is really funny. And it's possible that I give it a lot of grace because I loved Derek Comedy. I loved Donald Glover on Community at the time. You know, rewatching it, it was hard not to watch it with the lens of nostalgia over my eyes. Like, oh, I remember this. This part always brought me joy. You know, when they try to buy cocaine, like it does in real yeah. life. My one critique of the movie is I think that they don't have a strong enough straight character and it's too wacky. The trio, like, they're all goofy. You have these goofy characters, but then you add them into, like, the straight world, the straight character to keep it balanced. But I think that the, the straight world that they tried to create was also still wacky in the sense of, a straight world wacky like it was too far in one direction and and i love that dichotomy of like the like strip clubs and the buying cocaine and like these innocent little kids or adult childs but like my favorite parts of the movie is whenever i forget her name aubrey plaza who what's her name in the movie i can't remember I, kelly yeah kelly kelly i think she was like the most straight character out of all of it so it felt more grounded whenever she was like in the scene or at the very end, when Duncan has his transformation to more adulthood. And like I felt like that was a good dynamic also. Yeah, I agree. This is definitely a sketch movie. It, it has yeah. like a low-budget sketch movie for sure, but you watch something like Wayne's World. Obviously, it's based off of an SNL sketch. Same thing. Wacky characters all over. Night the Roxbury, all mm -hmm. that. And, and those are great. Well, those are all Lauren Michael production movies too, so they had big money. Yeah, I'm aware them. of who's in charge of SNL. Well, no, if, if the layman doesn't know, that's why it is a dumb premise. That's kind of the point that these guys won't grow up, and they're dumb. Had seen a couple Encyclopedia Brown videos when I was a kid. I don't know if you ever saw them about the smart kids solving no. stupid crap. They were, they were dumb. My grandma would get them from the library because library. she didn't want us to watch anything actually good. And I think we only we saw like the same two over and over again. But there is this weird thing that, you know, my generation and possibly your guys is too. I know we're kind of the same millennials and stuff like that, but I'm an old one. Why did we have so many weird mystery solving teen things like kids solving mystery? Why was that a genre? I think it was everybody trying to keep Sherlock Holmes like style shit alive you know like because that was such a good lore when it came to mysteries and stuff and there was just like let's just keep throwing shit at other types of generations when we had nancy drew and like you said encyclopedia brown there's yeah, wasn't there another book series it was like nancy drew maybe the hardy boys the hardy hardy boys hardy boys yeah. yeah i know yeah. that was big when i was a kid in our library yeah not I didn't like, like to actually read. popular. Yeah, I was gonna say no one's like at the playground. Did you see the new issue of Hardy Boys? No, nerd. We're watching football. Oh no, I did miss it. Was it new this week? It was new. It was really good. One Hardy said yes. to the other Hardy, "This is hard, D." There you go. I thought you were gonna go with an Arby's joke with Hardy sauce, but that's nah, not okay. everything's about food with me, Greg. <laughs> oh, I was at Walmart earlier today, and there was some Arby's sauce on the in the parking lot. More. And I was like, I should pick this up and give it to John. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I'll mail it to you. Harvey sauce.
the rest of the main cast, the other guys from Derek Comedy, went on to have a pretty successful writing career. They showed writing up in and a, acting. For yeah, sure. they showed up in some other stuff as well. Well, and there's two of the members, right, that have been in Marvel movies at this point. Um, right. Donald Glover and DC Pearson. Nobody remembers who DC Pearson is in any Marvel movie. He was the Apple store nerd in Winter Soldier, Captain yeah, America. I remember. Ben, one thing you said about how you're like kind of identify like this is how I would make a movie. I remember in the old sketch days, we wrote a movie. I don't know. It, yeah. It's probably dated and, and it never got made. I was really sad, but I, I, I have that script. I didn't ask this. I believe you. I don't. It's hundred percent right here. Um, <laughs> okay. So I, I do you remember what the movie was called? Because I don't. I have two movies, punk. I have Let's Go Viral and Class Clown. Yeah, Let's Go Viral. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't want to do a live reading of this. <laughs> yes, I, I think Ben believed you the whole time. You didn't. <laughs> no, I was. I was sitting here full Just... of judgment until I saw it. <laughs> script is what it says on the title so <laughs> yeah and it was very youtube centric it would not go over it was so dated i wasn't thinking about it but it was a lot of silly characters and i think that's just what's so appealing to me about this movie because i had really only known these guys from the sketches obviously moynihan was in a couple Derek comedy sketches they had a lot of other people from sketches that like made other cameos in the movie and it just showed to me that these guys had the chops to really make it in the biz so yeah. to speak yeah so in in the beginning of this i said there's three ways i watch it the first way was just as like a professional video person with like a critique in that sense when i watch it i don't think it's a great film in the like nostalgia being part of that 15 years ago making youtube videos and even before youtube like i don't know if you guys remember stupidvideos.com yep e-bombs like, stupid videos uh break.com uh, well big boys at the time i watch it in that sense of like wow they made it i've never felt like watching a movie and feeling like I, I fully understand this movie. Like you watch Marvel and you're like, this is amazing, but I don't understand being a billionaire flying around in a suit. I understand like that. Maybe and one day. Maybe one day. That's right. And the third way is I actually very much relate to the movie in the sense of like that coming to age, like trying to hold on to like your childhood or not even your childhood because like I still live my life very much like a child but <laughs> not as and like people say i'm like a child at heart but that has like a negative connotation kind of to it i see it more as in like i'm mature i own a house and a car and i do all the mature things but i don't allow like society to tell me what's fun and what's not fun like i'll still have nerf gun battles when i have friends come up things like that donald glover's character I really relate to him trying to hold on to that, like us both being men of color and like, <laughs> and <laughs> people can't see me, but if they, they link have any no of your idea. socials, <laughs> Ben well, White said I don't... <laughs> is your name. White teen is your name. It's literally he was whitening that joke is what he was doing. <laughs> like that him trying to hold on to 
what he feels like makes him him. What I think is cool is, and I think you can see it in the movie where in the beginning, he's like, can I borrow the car keys? And he gets his bike out of the car. Yeah. But then at the end of the movie, he gets the car keys, but he actually drives the car where he still was able to be who he wanted, but still become mature in a respectable way. He got to be a kid at heart in a respectable way. You're right, because you, you can tell, and I, I would like to get into the way, you know, my movie, you know, shit is after this, but you start at the beginning and you go directly to the end. You can tell immediately the character growth between the main actors just literally from their outfits. Like, yeah, yeah, the beginning, all this, all the way until the end, they're all wearing, like, single color this and that with their outfits and they have their chucks that match their bicycles and everything like yeah but then you go to the very end of this movie and you see that they're getting ready for college or their new job or this that the other they're all dressed completely different like you're saying too to mature in that way yes they're still like trying to follow that same color scheme that they had duncan was less conveyed because of the lighting but he was still supposed to have the green on you know jason he had the blue on and then of course uh, oh shit i can't remember his name he had the red on so yeah it was just a more adult adult version of what they were trying to convey and yeah absolutely this movie like john said i mean we were in the heart of filming youtube and stuff and donald glover and Derek comedy are huge inspirations for me, especially as a just an entertainer, as far as like an actor, writer, whatever, like I would pay an insurmountable amount of money in order to have dinner with him, <laughs> like a lunch, share a beer, whatever, because I respect and I love Donald Glover the same way that I love Jack Black, the same way I love Gary Oldman. The making of this movie, he was 1000% in the middle of his career writing for 30 Rock. And we watched this movie and it, it's it's what John and I were aspiring to do, like we, we said. Like we were filming YouTube sketches, we were being comedians and even though we sucked, but like <laughs> it's like the, the goal was to make a movie and they did it. And even though it took them a long time, like it came out and it, was dumb it's fucking funny for sure and you know some of the fun things that i love about the movie is just the facts the the weird facts and but all the all the matter is this film was shot all in new hampshire and this was all at the cast and crew's family and family abodes and workplaces and stuff like that the family strip club <laughs> well actually somebody had owned that and like that's where they filmed at oh and somebody also owned the lumber yard, so that's the reason why they filmed that. But that's that's hundred percent why this budget is so low at a million dollars. Like they didn't have to spend too much. That all went to people that they had guest star in it. Like we're talking about Bobby Moynihan, and he has three or four scenes without and this entire movie. All of his scenes were filmed in one day because that's all they could get out of Bobby Moynihan because he was already contractually obligated to do different things. Same with Ben Schwartz. Even though he has a small role in the movie, he was also on the up and up to start being in Parks and Rec and all that other stuff. Honestly, the movie is an inspiration to any up-and-coming actor or writer or anything like that. 
especially when you see people and this is their debut, like I said before, and to see where they're at now, especially if you don't even know who Donald Glover is as an actor. If I tell you Donald Glover and you're like, I don't know who that is. And then I say Childish Gambino and you're like, oh, I know who that is. I mean, wow. Well, after rewatching it, the thing that I thought was really interesting, which I did not know until I watched it again, was Donald Glover did the music for that film. Oh, I did not know that. He did the scoring. The director, Dan Ekman, and Donald Glover, they, while they were filming this video, they Donald Glover was right beside him composing the sound and the music for the movie. Yes, uh. you can hear Childish Gambino's songs in the strip club. But we have a director alert in the film. The director, Dan Ekman, is the guy where you will hear Bobby Moynihan say, Are you fucking that bread? Oh, <laughs> that's great. I mean, these guys were all friends who came up through the Upright Citizens Brigade around the same time. And what a talent factory that comedy company, I guess. They're not around anymore, unfortunately. You know, Dare Comedy decided to make a movie with people they knew and knew that they worked well with. And, you know, Ben Schwartz, who's not even that funny in the movie, they're like, we got to put Ben in this, even though he doesn't have time to be in much. But yeah, it was great. So, but I guess, you know, our Ben, who's been with us the whole time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, It's clear. We brought you on here. Can you just please make our movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You have it right there. I encourage any young filmmaker or aspiring filmmaker to watch this movie and not feel passionate about it. We've had these kind of projects on here before. If you remember our Thanksgiving episode, that one, much lower budget. Motherfucker. <laughs> much lower budget than this. And it's still, I mean, imagine you wrote a movie with your friends and then you actually make that movie somehow. Is it going to be, you know, the same perfect from page to screen? Probably not. But to finish something like that and to say you were a part of that, that's got to be really cool. And I have to imagine these guys have no regrets making this. Because when they did the DVD commentary, it was well after the movie. And it was 100% when Donald Glover, I, I believe, was already in community at this point. They all fucking loved each other. Like, there was nothing about anything that they did caused any sort of spasm or any sort of rift or anything like that. No, I think most of their sketches, if they're not on YouTube, they're on Funny or Die. I mean, there there's re-uploads. I mean, they... Yeah, there's tons of re-uploads. I, I showed Mindy a couple of them before we watched the movie because she had never seen Mystery Team before. She laughed throughout the entire movie, and I was shocked because she had never seen this movie before. I was more worried. I even gave her a warning about it. Like, listen... This movie is super low budget, and she mm -hmm. hooked onto it. Right. I'm fine with saying this is a dumb movie. Dumb movies can be awesome. Dumb people can be awesome. Why do you think I asked you to be my co-host, Greg? Because we're both dumb. Yeah, dumb, dumb. and dumber. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> nice. But yeah, ultimately, it, it, a movie doesn't have to have some strong message or some deep-thinking, critical you know, philosophical mean, it can just be really fun and dumb. You know, we don't want to be thinking deep all the time. Sometimes we just want to enjoy a team of man babies trying to solve a murder, you know, and, and that was, that's a lot of fun. It's always, it's not always about the destination. Sometimes it's about the journey.
what we were talking about earlier where everybody liked each other like i think you can feel that like you can feel it has heart in the making of it and if they did try and make the film to be more for the audience rather than for themselves which i feel like they almost did it in their own ecosystem like their own just doing it because that's what they wanted to do versus trying to filter it to make it more appeasable to make more money or get more butts and seats in the movie theater like i don't know if it'd be the same movie this was a passion project for sure and they probably weren't expecting it to bring in a bunch of money maybe more than it actually did they were probably hoping to recoup the million and maybe they have via sales rentals i don't know i mean it's on tubi now so that probably got the money or i don't know maybe the whatever production company owns the rights gets it whatever this movie i think they knew that their friends were going places and it would probably i don't know this for a fact but they were like let's do one last thing together and what they did was worth more than money although you can't pay your rent with what they did but you know you can have a laugh yeah, I, I'm surprised it hasn't caught on more with as big as the names have become. I would think so, too. But I also think today's short form comedy really doesn't lend to this kind of story. Why don't we give our favorite scenes? Let's start with our guest, Ben. Benny and the Jets. And the Jets. <laughs> oh, it's hard. I would say probably when Duncan decides that he should drink the dog urine to cleanse himself <laughs> rather than just use it. Like, I, I just can't. I know it's coming. I just can't help myself but just yeah. to laugh. Just at the, the rationale. Did you put dog urine on you? No, I drank it. Oh, I drank it through the transitive property. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good scene. <laughs> just uh, good, good fake vomit. What about you, Greg? Well, no, I was going to say, what about you, John? Oh, okay. I laughed a lot when Donald Glover would ever scream. Because he's he's got a really funny scream. He Such does a have great blood curdling. Yeah, right. And then the one that got me the most was when they were in the house, and you know they find the paper, and then they you know hear something, and Charlie grabs the the vase. <laughs> they all like realize it's not bad, and it's just like a pause for a second, and then just he cracks it on Donald Glover, and he's like. Ah, like just screams so loud and then he says why would you do that sorry i had a delayed reaction there charlie just totally oh man it was a hard choice though because i love when he's always like hey shut up oh uh, yeah glover i mean they're all great but it's hard not to just think glover just hit it out of the park the whole time to go back to mine the scene with bobby moynihan just in general where any one specific that is better than the other, but any of the scenes with Bobby Moynihan is just spot on. And to know that they filmed all of those scenes in one sitting is even more hilarious where it took all day. But Bobby Moynihan also improvised 90% of his lines. And that made it even more perfect for me to know that. But I, I, yeah, I'd say my favorite scenes were were definitely anything with Bobby Moynihan. I mean, I love that they just made fun of the trope on like all the CSI and Law and Order shows where someone's getting questioned, and he's like, "Do you know this guy?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy." Like every he knew oh, every person, so fast. and yeah, then he's he like, "I don't know that name." The... Yeah. And then it was like, "Oh, I got his picture right here." That was really good. Obviously, throwing the ice cream. Here's a here's an advance. You know, yeah, paying you in advance, buddy. 
Yeah, Moynihan really crushed it. And yeah, those are really strong scenes. It's a great movie. And with that, let's give our rating. Let's start with you, Greg, this time. You're always a giver, giving other people a turn first. Uh, I give it a nine out of 10. Wow. Boy, nine. Ben, what about you? I'll do eight, seven. I'll do eight, seven from the perspective of being able to relate to like the Donald Glover character of it and the whole how it was made. But from like my more critical eye, like I'd give it like five, nine. If I just like watched it right now and it was all different characters and it was made today, it would be a five, nine. But I'm just saying, I think I have like personal attachment to it that brings up that score really high. Oh, sure. And I would like to preface that as well. My nine out of 10 is definitely because of that exact reason. John, what about you? It's an easy eight for me. The fact that they were able to make something so silly and funny on such a low budget, the star power is there. The story is super funny. You don't know where it's going to go next. It almost is just an improv game the whole time. You know, okay, we're a mystery team. All right, solve a murder. Okay, but now you're buying drugs. You know, it's it's great. And and that's a lot of fun. I think all aspiring filmmakers got to watch this one because your movie doesn't need to look perfect for it to be good. Your movie doesn't have to have high budget in order for it to like mean something to people. And you can do a lot with a little. And I know a million doesn't sound like a, a little, but again, the technology's grown a lot as well, too, since then. So make right. it happen. And I say that as someone who's never, ever followed their dreams in any way. So, Ben, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? My wife's YouTube channel. <laughs> my, wife. my wife. My wife. You got the chainsaw artist. Yeah. Chainsaw Jenna. She does chainsaw carving, which you would look at her and you would not expect it. But... She does chainsaw carving, and we've done some really cool projects with chainsaw in the video world through like Instagram and TikTok, which I found interesting that she was able to go further than I was trying. <laughs> it's those niches, man. You find that niche that, that there's an audience for that you never thought of. Follow Chainsaw Jenna. Follow Ben. Just follow your dreams, everybody. Well, from everyone here at Roll Film. Thanks for solving the mystery of if this is a good movie with us. And we'll see you next time. Ben, it has been a pleasure. I'll try not to make that joke again. Greg, it's always Greg with you, and that's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Take we'll see you next time, and we're going to roll up our sleeves and leave. Bye. We're going to roll up our sleeves and solve this mystery. Would have been a better time. I'm not. I'm not leaving any of that in.